A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, 49ers fans? Welcome to another emergency podcast of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chapman. And I feel like, man, we are getting this so much now. It's just every single day, more fuel, more fire going on with this Debo situation. And this one hurt, okay? Because what, what's out there, and again, this just kind of just came out. Tom Pelissero was on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, talking about, it. and I linked the entire video on my Twitter. I can't share that here, obviously. Um, and he basically went on there and said, Debo requested a trade weeks ago. This isn't a new deal. Now it's publicly just now became public, but that not only did this request go to the 49ers weeks ago, it's not about money. Debo is refusing to negotiate with the 49ers over anything with contract. Initially, whenever I heard that, I thought it was going to be because, oh, hey, this is, you know, they're low-balling him. It's kind of the 49ers way. That's usually what they do. But, man, that's not it at all. No, no, no. The bombshell here is, one, the trade request was weeks ago to the 49ers. But, two, the reason why Debo's upset is because he doesn't want to play running back at all. That's the issue. It's not money. It's not the team. It's he doesn't want to play running back. He wants to be a true wide receiver, and he wants to prolong his career into his 30s. He doesn't want to continue to be used as that. Now, he was the one that kind of self-coined his new role with the team as the wide back, and it's a new position and all those things. And I get it. It makes sense. I, that's a lot of carries. Now, Next Gen Stats just put this out, that in Debo's first 33 games with the 49ers, 2.1% of his snaps were in the backfield. The last 11 games, 21.1%. So you're seeing a 10% increase, you know, going into uh, the last 11 games. Now he went off and, you know, does he have that? Debo's elite, okay? So one of the conversations that I don't want to have is that, you know, Debo's not an elite wide receiver. Yes, he is. He had 1,400 yards receiving with Jimmy Garoppolo in a run-heavy offense. Like, just receiving, he had that. He is elite. He would be great with anybody. Is there anybody better than Kyle Shanahan as far as a scheme caller? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he is definitely the most creative in getting touches to his wide receivers. But that seems to be something that Debo doesn't even want. That is shocking to me. That's crazy to me, and it, 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 we're in this weird 
one um and it, we're, we're in this weird, weird situation what do you do what do you do now what we know okay so like that's what i want to focus on debo wants out debo wants the trade request Obviously, he doesn't like his usage as a running back, wants to be a pure wide receiver, which we just talked about. I also think California plays into that, the tax situation. That's rough. He hates training in L.A. He has said that, I think, three straight years running. Um, he, he's he's an East Coast guy. And so usually when he trains, he's over there. I think that might play into it as well. The tax situation definitely has to, I'm sure. The cost of living is very, very important as well. There's so many different factors. Now... What did Kyle Shanahan say at the owner's meeting? Because in the owner meeting, he said, yeah, we're still going to continue to use Debo in the backfield because it's an extra creative way to guarantee that certain players get a certain amount of touches. I don't think that was music to the ears of Debo Samuel. And I think that's when these trade requests and all the stuff started happening. Debo did the tea leaves are, are starting to make sense, right? Whenever it happens, you're like, Oh, okay. Well, I wonder what this is about. He's more money, more money. Okay. That's cool. No guys. I've gotten so many emails. <laughs> yeah. Jace, I'm with you. This really sucks. I hate this too. I don't like this. This is a part of football that we don't like, but we got to cover it and we're going to stick with it. We're going to come out the other side. But I've gotten so many emails, texts, and I appreciate all the emails and texts. Yeah, send them over. Uh, you know, DMs on Twitter. Yeah, fine. Bring them. Bring them, guys. Oh, look at this. Yeah, don't do this, Chris. Chris says he held back from messaging because I knew your DMs were probably going to blow up. They did, and that's okay. Uh, send them over, man. Uh, whether that's 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at JL underscore Chabot or on Patreon, um, which I hope you participate over there. Uh, and again, I mean, I'm trying to get through everybody as best I can, and I will. I'll, I'll get to everybody. But, yeah, message me. This is a weird time. It's not about money. I got so many fire Lynch, fire Prague. Why do we always lowball people? All these things. I don't – this is not the case here, guys. Debo is not willing to talk to the 49ers about a contract. That's what's at play right now. Now, where's the source? Tom Pelissero is the source. Let me say this, and I get asked all the time, like, oh, Schefter, Ian Rappaport, you know, who's, you know, all these guys. I'm telling you right now, my number one trusted guy, it's Tom Pelissero. He doesn't follow me. He doesn't even know I exist. I don't get anything for <laughs> saying that. I'm just telling you as far as when I consider the source, Tom Pelissero's at the top of the board for me. That's He doesn't make it about him. Uh, he puts it out there. In fact, he said on Rich Eisen things that they knew about this weeks ago, but he wasn't allowed to talk about it because uh, he was asked not to, and so he didn't do it. Um, and so now he's talking about it and explaining why those are. He doesn't want to be running back. Not about the money, guys. It's not about the money. Now, when people say it's not about the money, <laughs> sometimes it is still about the money. There, there's no doubt that that is a strong possibility here. But I, I think we got to kind of why when Kyle Shanahan said at the owners' meetings, yes, Debo's still going to be a wide receiver. Very next, that same week, that's when all of this started. So when the evidence presents itself, and again, I have been a person that has been saying Debo's going to be signed. Debo's going to be signed. They take care of people in the training camp. I've been on that the whole entire time. Well, now we have new information that was not readily available to us. So now this is what educated fans, human beings, and you can apply this to any part of your life, whether that's politics, religion, I don't care. When you get new evidence, you reassess, and then you allow that. You have to change your positions at times. That's okay. 
It's not a bad thing. And I hate that people kind of stake their claim and say, oh, this is where we're going to be. And I said this and all that stuff. And it's fun keeping your receipts and all those things. I'll tell you this. And I've told you this in the past. Sometimes I'm wrong. A lot of times I'm wrong. And so far, I have been wrong on Debo. I never saw any point of contention between him and Kyle Shanahan. And I don't think there is a point of contention there. The point of contention, which finally makes sense in the midst of all this dross and bullcrap that's out there, is that Debo wants to be a pure wide receiver, and he wants to be paid as such. Well, the problem with that is he is now on the roster of one of the most creative offensive play callers that's going to find ways to get him the ball. But you had to do with Jimmy Garoppolo even more so. So now the question then turns to, what's next? Because the 49ers have not granted Debo or his agent permission to seek out a trade. You go back to DeForest Buckner, okay? Because again, same front office, same coaching staff. And we know this now because everybody has kind of told the story in retrospect. The 49ers wanted to sign DeForest Buckner to a long-term contract. They said, what's it going to take to lock up DeForest Buckner um, full-time? Uh, the agent said, it's got to at least start at $20 million a year. John Lynch says, I don't think that we're going to be able to do that. If you can find somebody else that could do that for you, we need a first-round pick in return. By all means, see if you can go get your, your guy paid. DeForest Buckner's agent went out there. They found the Colts at the Combine, sat on it for like a full month, six weeks. Then the trade was announced right before the draft. Everybody won. Debo got the contract he wanted. 49ers got the, the pick that they wanted. Everything was fine. This is not that. This isn't about money, guys. If it was about money, then just like with DeForest Buckner, they would have said, hey, Debo, go find your spot, man. Here's what we want in return. Go get it for us. You get everything. Win, win, win. This is not a win-win situation. Not currently. This is an at-odds situation. Because you have Kyle Shanahan, and you have the 49ers that say, no, Debo is a perfect fit. We have him. We want him. We don't want him to go anywhere. We want to pay him. If you take nothing else away from this podcast, the 49ers want to pay Debo Samuel. That, that's, that's huge. Debo is refusing to negotiate, and the 49ers put that out there. Debo's refusing to participate in negotiations because he wants out, because he doesn't want to be a running back. And Kyle Shanahan just said two weeks ago, Debo's going to be a running back as well. The wide back, as Debo called it, right? So that's where this is at odds. And so now another thing that's interesting, and I want to add this in there, it's not like Debo has a no trade clause. He does not. He doesn't. Debo has to go wherever the 49ers want to send him. Now, will a team give up all these assets to get Debo if they're going to use them the same way? I don't know. Like This is where it gets into a little bit of the conjecture world, right? So uh, what we do know, these are the teams that have been put out there that are publicly interested in Debo. One, all 32 teams want Debo Samuel on their team, including the 49ers. The Jets, the Lions, the Packers, the Chiefs. And that's a, that's a lot of... That's a lot of stuff there. Uh, one, right off the bat, the Jets make the most sense. You've got Robert Saul over there, right? Um, you know, he's there. The, the LaFleur is the offensive coordinator. There's a history. They coached each other. Like, it makes sense. Plus, they offered so much for Tyreek Hill. Oh, man, thank you. Uh, Niner Zeno, he said, are we still a Super Bowl contender if we lose Debo, um, in your opinion? I, I think that we are. Because we're in the NFC, and the NFC keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and this Debo news might make it even more worse 
because all the talents go into the AFC, which I'm okay with. Uh, I want to keep Debo. But yes, are would we have been last year? Last year, we wouldn't have been a playoff team without Debo, okay? But I think the NFL is a thing where if you get in, you got a chance. And the way the NFC has taken so many steps back, including especially the Rams, they have lost eight starters, brought back three. Um, you know, you look at Seattle, they've lost everything. There might be the worst team, one of the worst teams in the NFL, definitely bottom five. Uh, Arizona lost their best player. I will say their best player, Chandler Jones. That dude was an absolute freak. Um, they tried to bring back a lot of guys, but every team's gotten worse. Can we win our division? Yes. Can we make a run in the playoffs? Yes. Now, the question, and I think, you know, Zeno, what you're saying is, can the 49ers replace Debo and still be a healthy offense? There is no other Debo. There's not a Debo in this draft, but what could you get for him? If you are going to move forward and say, all right, we're going to move off Debo. He don't want to be here. We're going to move forward. This is not my stance. This is not what I would do. I would be I would be an a-hole here. I'm going to be really honest with you. If, if John Chapman was the general manager of the 49ers, I would say this. Look, Debo, you're making $4 million this year. That's it. You're on a contract. New CBA, you can't hold out. We have your rights. No matter what, you're on our team this year. You want to hold out? Cool. This year, league year will not accrue. You're going to be under the same rookie contract next year for the same thing. So if that's what you want to do, go ahead, man. You do you. You don't want to play anymore? Debo hasn't made that much money contract-wise. He really hasn't. So... You sign our deal, or you play out this year, and we'll send you to whoever you want. Like, you would have to do a buddy-buddy, kind of like what Aaron Rodgers and the Packers did. But Rodgers had so much negotiating power, one, because he was the MVP, two, because he wasn't on a rookie deal. The 49ers could make Debo play on his $4 million a year contract this year, franchise him next year, which is probably going to be around $23 million. But you add those together. What's $23 million next year and $4 million this year? That's $27 million. That comes out to, I'm a pretty smart guy, $13.5 million a year. That's way cheaper than a long-term deal. So you can say, look, Debo, here's what we'll give you. We'll give you $22 million a year. If you don't want it, cool. But guess what? You don't have say-so. You have to do what we say because of the new CBA. That's what I would do. I'd say, here's a deal. No, cool. We're going to make you play out your rookie deal. And then we're going to franchise you next year. And then we're going to trade you under the franchise tag, a tag and trade thing for next year. You don't want to do that? Cool. We got your rights. You're not going anywhere. Unless, unless you can get a number for Debo to sign long-term or somebody makes an ungodly number, an ungodly offer, an offer you can't refuse, right? The Godfather way. I'm going to make up an offer you can't refuse. Uh, <laughs> that was the worst Godfather impression of all time. I apologize about that. Um, but that's what it is. So back to these teams that have made offers. Okay. The jets, they've made an offer or at least they're interested. The lions, I would love to trade them to the lions. Whoo. <laughs> if it's just about the buddy, go get your money, buddy. You think you're going to have a super bowl victory with the lions? Well, then all right, man, you go have a good time, but I don't want to be like middle finger to Debo. Get out the window. I understand where Debo's coming from. Do I like the way he's handled this? Hell no. Um, but I don't like messing with other men's money. That's not what it is at all. You want to go get paid? Lions want to pay you? Go have fun, man. Enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> also, you can do all the vac vacations you want in late December and early January because you'll never be playing. Um, very short season. You want to prolong your season? 
Go to the Lions. You'll never have to play a postseason game for as long as you live. Enjoy yourself. Um, I think that's one of the things that's the, that's the idea. Uh, here we go. Thank you for the gift. Um, their recovery. I'm pretty sure the recovery. I'm a smart guy. He says, John, we got the leverage. Love the show. Appreciate it. You're right. Drive a hard bargain. Drive a hard bargain. If somebody wants to come in and offer multiple ones, sure. By all means, we'll make it work. But it's not that simple. Oh, look at that. I bring up the Lions postseason and look who appears. Don Burr. Get in there, big dog. <laughs> uh, trade him to the Lions. I love it. Um, no, I didn't see the video of Debo talking on the phone behind his mom. Um, I've missed that one. Um, we'll, we'll see there. Don says, Lions are on the rise. Everything's on the rise when you're at the bottom, man. Uh, one step is still a step up. I give you there. There is Jared Goff's your quarterback. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, now other teams that are interested jets, lions, the Packers, listen to me whenever I say this, and this is important. Hell no, not no, but hell no. That's what my mom always used to say to me whenever I got out of line. Not no, but hell no, John. Yes, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't care if the Packers offered three ones, four ones. Sorry. Nope. I am not going to help a back to the question of, are we a Super Bowl bound team? Yeah, I believe so. I, I think that we are in that mix. Even without Debo, if you get nice compensation back, is there a Debo out there? There's not. Is there a Debo in this draft? There's not. Doesn't mean there's not top tier wide receivers available that you could get. But again, are they Debo? They are not. So I'm not trading them to the Packers. I don't give a damn. I don't care what they offer. Nope. Answer's no. Don't want them. Like, don't care. I would rather Debo sit on my team complaining, whining, all those things, make $4 million this year, tag and trade him for less than trading him to the Packers. Not going to do it. Now, the Chiefs, this one's a little more interesting, and I get that a lot of people are still upset about the Chiefs and the Super Bowl loss. I get that. I would trade him to the Chiefs. AFC, all right with me, baby. Do I like the Chiefs? Hell no, I don't like the Chiefs. They're awful. <laughs> I can't stand them. I hate the damn logo. I hate everything about it. I, I went to grad school in Kansas City. Um, never had a problem with the Chiefs then. I don't want them to go to the Chiefs, but I would trade them there. I'd be fine with that. Um, might ask a little bit more of a premium. Any NFC team, including the Lions, you're going to pay a premium. AFC team, are you a top-tier contender? You're paying a premium. A team like uh, somebody asked me about the Texans, who I don't think have shown any interest to my knowledge. Maybe they have. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I would love to trade him to the Texans because, again, hey, you're going to prolong your career as long as you want. You'll never play in the postseason again. But why would the Texans trade up to get him? They're way far from a Debo away to competing. Um, it just doesn't make much sense to me why they would do that. Uh, doesn't mean they won't do that. Again, just don't understand why they would do that. Now, uh, got some more questions. I want to go over some possible trade possibilities uh, for Debo and what those teams look like. We went through a quick rundown. I want to go over their draft capital, what that would look like, some potential offers right after this. All right, the NFL draft is so close, baby. I am so excited. And obviously, we're throwing the amazing downtown party in Las Vegas on the strip with Fred Warner and Elijah Mitchell. Uh, and if you haven't got your tickets, go do that, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. But if you can't, and for some reason you can't make it to Vegas, guess what? We're bringing it to you. We're going to bring you the best day one and day two NFL coverage. We're going to have Fred Warner and Elijah Mitchell live on air during the NFL draft. And, you know, again, if you're coming to the party and you got your tickets, you're going to get to meet and hang out with them. If not, you still have that opportunity because they're going to be live on air on this channel. So hit subscribe. Make sure you watch the draft with us days one and two. And actually, if you have a question, you want to know what it's like for them to go through their draft process. You have questions about the NFL, the 49ers team this year. Go ahead and submit those to me through email, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. We'll sift through those, and we'll ask both Fred Warner and Elijah Mitchell a lot of your leading questions um, live on air during the draft. So make sure you tune in. Hit that subscribe button. Join us for days one and day two, 49ers-centric coverage with over seven 49ers content creators and two 49ers live from the NFL draft. We've got you covered here on the 49ers Rush Podcast. Go ahead and hit subscribe and join us days one and day two of the NFL draft. All right. Now, can you imagine, uh, you know, we're, we're throwing this awesome party in Vegas, but we don't have any first round picks currently, the 49ers. That looks like it's going to change. So imagine we're going to have freaking Fred Warner and Elijah Mitchell live on air whenever a trade like Debo goes down. Where It's shaping up to be a historic eight days. We got eight days, guys. Jimmy Garoppolo was the main story for so long. Ah. <laughs> Not anymore. Things have changed dramatically. Now, let's talk about some possibility trade offers for Debo. And we have a very good context to kind of provide some background and kind of weight options for what this could be. Because, again, what did the Jets offer Tyreek Hill? For Tyreek Hill, they lost, so they still have all these picks. They offered the number 35, the number 38, and the number 69. So two top-tier second-round picks and a third-round pick. Now, that they chose not to go with that, and they went with Miami's offer instead. But what is Debo's value compared to Tyreek Hill? It's a lot more. Let me tell you why. One, he's younger, okay? So that's important. Um, he's two and a half years younger, and also he has one year left on his rookie deal. That's what's important. Tyreek was on the last year of his deal that had a huge cap hit. 
Debo's got a $4 million cap hit. So this is going to make, let's say you sign Debo to a four-year, $100 million deal just to make the numbers work easily, right? That's a $25 million cap hit a year, right? Wrong. Uh, that, that, that's not how it works. You get to spread out that $25 million over five years instead of four years. So instead of having a $25 million cap hit each year, now it's just a $20 million cap hit each year. And you can even heavily, you know, make that go on the, the first year, the last year of his deal and make that work. Thank you, Luke. Appreciate the gift. My friend, I love it. I love it. Um, I see this here. Rich Jones says trade for AJ Brown or Justin Jefferson. One, AJ Brown's going through the same damn thing. He's talking kind of trash and all that kind of stuff on his Twitter. Same agent. I don't want to mess with any of these dudes' agents, to be honest with you. It's all the same ones causing problems. I don't think that the Vikings would trade Justin Jefferson for anything. I, I just really, really don't. Um, I, I would be happy with either of those. Just swap them out. I don't think. Either of those other teams. What did Mike Frable say with uh, AJ Brown? Uh, if AJ Brown's no longer on this team, neither will I be. Right? Like he came in and basically just said, "Ah, you know, go ahead at this." And yeah, Tommy, you're right. Debo's brother's acting stupid. He was, but this Debo's brother's not the source anymore. Now it's Debo. Debo is the source, and so now we have to give it its due credit. You have to. Um, it's out there, and he's not discounting it. This has been out there for two weeks now. And why does he want out? Because he doesn't want to play running back. This ain't Parag, Flynn. This ain't Parag. They're not even negotiating. They're not even negotiating with deep with the 49ers. He doesn't want to play running back. This is a Kyle scheme thing. If you want to be mad at anybody on the 49ers, it's Kyle. But I, does Debo have this value that he has now? Debo's amazing. He can do it as a wide receiver just fine. This is Kyle Shanahan playing Debo at running back, and Debo doesn't want to do that anymore. The same guy that during the Cowboys game went out there and said, give me the ball, I'm going to score. Just give me the damn ball. Ran into touchdown, one-play drive. He doesn't want to do that anymore. It's time to make business decisions. And a big reason why we all love Debo is because he never went out of bounds. He was going to leave it all out there on the field. Now he's saying he wants to prolong his career as a wide receiver and not a running back. That's what he's putting out there. Um, And so... Yeah, it, it's rough. Now, let's look at some of these offers, potential offers, just hypothetical ones. Would I take the Jets trade that they offered Tyreek? I would not. I would not. 35, 38, 69, I'm going to say no. Now, the Jets have, this is their draft capital in the first three rounds. They have pick number four, pick number 10, 35, 38, 69. Now, I get people saying, oh, man, just give us a, both their first round picks. That ain't happening. Okay, so... What we have to do here, this isn't a Madden force a trade. That ain't happening. You've got to play by the rules a little bit. You're not getting two top 10 picks this year's draft for Debo. That's too rich. Do Would I take it if they offered it? Yes, I would. I think the realistic option to come to the table with the Jets would be pick number 10 overall and pick number 38. So you get a one and a two, both top end first and second round picks, and maybe you could throw in a qualifying for a next year's third, but still I think that's too much. I think a 10, number 10 and 38 overall, I think that makes sense, and I, I'd be totally cool with that. Now, again, you look at my big board. I have Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. He's my number 10th player. Look down to pick number 38. I got Daxton Hill, the safety. Um from Michigan right there at 37. I got Jaquan Brisker. So again, just trying to plug in 
the type of players that you could get in the draft with these picks that you are now getting. Does that make sense? So the question you're asking is, would you trade Jaquan Brisker and Garrett Wilson for Debo? I think a lot of people would say yes. A lot of people would say yes. Now, if you want to get access to my draft book, which is coming out later today, finishing touches, about to finish as soon as I get off this video, everybody on Patreon gets it no extra charge. You support the podcast. You support me working this full time. All you got to do, man, just head to Patreon. It's going to be uploaded later today. That is there for you guys. And so I appreciate everybody that has been there. It's the best way to support the show. And what do you get? You get 200 draft profiles. You get 200 in-depth analytics. You get 400 player comps. For each player I graded out of the 200, I gave two comps. I gave an athletic profile comp, what their measurements were and size and all that is, and a play style comp. That is there as well. Plus an NFL-style draft war room board where everybody, you can see the different positions where they fit rounds one through seven. Um, I mean, it's unreal the amount of work that went into this. Uh, so if you want that free of charge, I mean, if you got to support us on Patreon, but if you do that, you get access to everything, uh, and it's no additional charges. Again, just go to just type in Patreon 49ers for the first thing that pulls up, or you can go to patreon.com and then search 49ers Rush Podcast and support it that way. You go there, you don't like it, you can cancel 100% money back guarantee. But we do a pretty good job at keeping people happy over there. At least I think we do because most people do not cancel. So go check that out, um, patreon.com. Now, let's go back to some more trades that are available. Okay, Lions, what draft capital do they have? They have picks 2, 32, 34, 66, 97. Now, this is where it gets rough. The number two pick, that's not even going to be a part of the equation for Debo. I'm telling you that right now. People are like, oh, give us the number two pick. That ain't going to happen. Not going to happen. So, what would happen? I think it would take both of their number 32 and 34 which technically 32 is the last pick in the first round. So that is a first and a second. And I think you'd have to put something next year as well. Maybe their second round next year because their first rounder, there's no way the Lions are going to part with next year's one just because it's going to be such a high top 10 pick again. Uh, sorry, Don Burr, you guys are going to be bad again. Um, oh, what's up, D uh, DUX? I appreciate that. Need that draft book. It's coming out, man. Uh, it's insane the amount of hours that we have put on that. And we're calling it kind of the draft companion to make your draft experience better. That's the whole plan, right? Um, but what would I expect a realistic offer to be from the Lions? 32, 34, and next year's two or next year's three? That's what it would take to get John Chapman as general manager to the on the phone to talk, all right? Well, let's go to my big board. Who are those players in those categories at those numbers, okay? Right here, number 32. I've got Kyler Gordon, one of my favorite nickel corners in Washington. I love that guy. And number 34, guess what? Christian Watson. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? These draft picks carry weight. And the weight, is that better than Tebow? Is Christian Watson and Kyler Gordon better than Tebow? I don't think that they are. But if you can't keep Debo long-term and you can trade him to the AFC or to the Lions, uh, gosh, man, the Lions, uh, so bad. Um, I think that's a conversation that you need to have. Um, and so, like, I would totally be okay with that. Now let's go to the Packers. Hell no again. Let's go to the Chiefs. The Chiefs picks had they, – they've got a lot of draft capital after that trade. Now 
why would the hell would the Chiefs trade for Debo after they didn't trade for Tyreek? Okay. Number one, Debo's younger. Number two, you got that one extra year where you can finagle all the cap space to make it much more team friendly. Does that make sense? So that that's two main reasons right there. Um, but again, they've already expressed interest publicly in Debo. So it's there. I don't think that they're one of the more realistic options, but what do they have? They have picked 29. They have picked 30. They have picked 50, 62, and 94. Now, one of the things that I think the Chiefs would be a little bit more likely to offer is next year's first. Because again, they're, I mean, they've been in what, like four straight AFC championships. It's going to be back end. So what if you got number 29 this year, okay, and a third round pick, 94, in next year's one? So basically you are getting two ones. They're going to be back end. And pick 94. Well, let's look at the numbers, all right? Pick number 29. I got Drake Jackson, USC edge rusher. I'm very, very high on that guy. That's where I've got. Let's go to pick 94. Who fits in that category on my big board? Rashad White, amazing running back out of Arizona State. Uh, again, built like Debo, but he's a running back. He's a good wide receiving running back, but he's not going to do what Debo does. And then you'd get another next year's one. And as I kind of go through those names and kind of, you know, what's around there, part of me wants to say, nah, I'm not really feeling it. Uh, but again, we look at kind of those names that are around that 35 area. Uh, Sky Moore, right? You've got Drake London, Zion Johnson, one of the best guards in the draft to come out. Dylan Parham, he's back down at 40. So you can get starters at those numbers. Um, yeah, it, it's, it, it's rough. Now, Jason Aponte, friend of the show, he's going to be there with us in the draft. He said, I'm not taking a top 10 pick for Debo. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with that, but now you have choices because if you're going to say, nope, you know, you give us a top 10 pick or we're not doing it. That's cool. What if there's no top 10 pick? What if nobody offers that? And if that's the case, then, then you're back to what we outlined earlier. Guess what? You got to keep a pissed off Debo on the team for one year, which I'm okay with. Then you're going to tag and trade him next year for a lot less. Because even if Debo has the same year this year, if you tag and trade him, a lot of the allure that brings Debo so so much attraction is you've got that one year, super cheap, only $4 million, so that when you get your extension done, you can move all those cap hits around. If you tag and trade him next year, it's out the window. Um, so will there be a trade market if Debo gets tagged in trade next year? Yes. Now you're talking a second and a third rounder. You see what I'm saying? Now you can get what that Tyreek Hill compensation got. And again, you you add up. I'll open it up just so I can be exactly correct. I know we talked about this on the show last night, but I, I want to make sure I get it right. If you look at the capital, the financial capital, that draft capital, that – the Jets offered for Tyreek Hill to the Chiefs, 35, 38, and 69. You add that up, 35 is worth 550 points. 38 is worth 520. So now we're talking 1070. And so, again, uh, where's pick number 69? Nice. Uh, let's see here. That's going to be the top of the third round, 245. So that's 13, 1400. Guess what? That's right around pick nine. So you, you can say, like, oh, I want that top 10 pick, or do you want depth? It's not a top-heavy NFL draft this year. It's a deep draft this year. Do you take advantage of the depth? 
and get those kind of late first, early second round picks? Or do you just say, nope, push all the chips in. I want a top 10 pick. Give me this one guy. Let's move on. Because I think the Jets would be fine trading number 10 for Debo, but I think it's going to take more than that. You know, I, I, I don't want pick 10 for Debo. No, that's not what I want. Again, what did I tell you? I told you 10 and 38. Now we're talking. That's what you got to do to get me to the table. Because again, I'll take a stud, you know, if a pass rusher falls to 10 or, you know, a, a stud wide receiver, which I think there's going to be stud wide receivers there. That's cool. Let's play. Let's play. But it, it's going to take that much. It's going to take more. Um, and, you know, I don't think Debo's going toxic. He was hanging out with Trey Lance yesterday. I, I think this team has fought and bled with Debo. Like, he's the one that leads him out of the locker room. He's the energy. That dude, he's been awesome. And I'm very thankful for Debo. I hate how we turn on players. I don't like that. I really, really don't. And I don't like how we turn on coaches and GMs. I, I think that's a toxic part of fandom. No, no, no. It's okay to not like somebody. It's okay to move on. That's okay. What Debo has done for this franchise, you can go back to the Super Bowl. His rookie year, good gosh. Dude might have been one of the best players on the field. We just quit giving him the ball. Should have given him the ball more. Um, Debo's incredible. Can't fault a guy for wanting to prolong his career and not being a running back. I don't blame him. Do I like this? Hell no, I don't. But at the same time, like we don't turn to... I know people doing death threats, all that stuff. That's just BS, man. That ain't who we are. That ain't who we are. So um, anyway, I hope that we have provided a little bit of context and bracketed this conversation in a way that's accurate. And that is, it's not about the money. Don't be mad at Parag. Don't be mad at Lynch. If you're mad at anybody for the 49ers, it's the fact that Kyle Shanahan has doubled down on not wanting to make him just a wide receiver. If that's where your anger is wanting to go to, that's fine. If you got to be, if you, if you're a fan that's like, I'm angry, I got to be mad at somebody, tell me who to be mad at. That's probably got to be Kyle Shanahan. Because again, the fact that he doubled down at the owner's meeting saying, this guy's still going to be running the ball. We got to get him his touches. Now you mean to tell me Debo saying, I don't want to be a running back? Okay, Kyle Shanahan says, we're still going to pay you top tier money and I can't use you the way I want? I don't think so. But keep in mind, 49ers have not granted permission to Debo or his agent, as far as we know from Tom Pelissero, uh, who I trust. They haven't gave him permission to seek a trade. Whew. These next eight days, baby. <laughs> uh, Y'all better stay uh, stay awake because it's going to be nonstop. We, Jimmy G stuff's still out there, too. So uh, I hope you join us live days one and day two of the draft. If you can, if not, watch us here. Make sure you subscribe, like the show. But good Lord, I mean this more now than ever. Stay strong, faithful, and don't attack players. Don't tag players. That ain't going to help anything. Only going to make it worse. Let's be a fan. Relax. Woosah. The future's going to be bright. <laughs> We're going to be all right. Stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.